back to another episode of A Cup of Coffee. I am your host, your speaker, Levo Coffee. Uh, this is episode 32. I know usually when I try to hop on my videos, I, I have a big smile. I'm smiling now because this is just natural. But if you hear my tone of voice, I'm not in a cheery, happy, funny mood. It's because, you know, we just found out that the that the officer who actually murdered Breonna Taylor is not getting charged with murder. He's being charged with what's called uh, wanton endangerment, right? Now, maybe it's not pronounced wanton. Maybe it's wanton. I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm not, I never heard this word before. Let's say soup. I've only heard of wanton soup. I never heard of wanton endangerment. But uh, for me, it's a little strange because how does her family win a $12 million wrongful death suit? But the person who murdered her isn't going to prison, you know? The person who actually put her down, exactly who murdered her, the person who took her from her family, from her boyfriend, from her loved ones, from her job. She was an EMT, so she was out helping people and saving lives. She was what a first responder. She was, you know, you know that was her job. So to me, she was a first responder. Her job was to literally help people, and they took her from the people she could possibly be helping. You know that is not okay. You know I just. I just think it's a lot of stuff that's that's being covered up, you know, like how can you murder someone? Like if I go into somebody's house and shoot them, I won't get charged with wanton endangerment. I'm getting charged with murder, you know. And I I I've heard the arguments. Oh, uh, it was a no-knock warrant, you know, the boyfriend shot first, uh the police did their job, they did everything correctly. And when I hear those things, it just it enrages me because I'm like, the police didn't do their job. They didn't do anything correctly from my point of view. And I'm, I'm thinking of things as just like a civilian. What is a no knock warrant? You know, like, why is that a thing? Why can't you just break into my house and say, oh, I'm the police? You know, I don't have to knock. Then, you know, you have people saying, well, they actually did knock. They knocked and said, hey, it's the police and the boyfriend still shot. Well, why would he shoot if it's the police? Why would he shoot through the door at the police if they said, hey, you know, you know, it's police open up. We have a warrant, you know, to search the premises. Why would he shoot at them? You know, she's an EMT. I don't know what he did, but she has a good job, which means that she probably interacts with the police, probably works the police, probably friends with the police. You know, she probably has done a lot with the police and in their, you know, interactions. Why would she hurt the police why would she do anything to ruin that good job to go against the police why would she do anything to put her her life in jeopardy why would she do anything to harm herself and then um what also came out in the news or at least what's going on around the internet i don't want to say it came out in the news because the the news is so so faulty the reporters are so faulty you got people from cnn saying one thing people from fox news saying a whole another thing so what came out in the media was that they offered her ex-boyfriend a plea deal so that he can get, I think it was a uh, parole or probation. So he'd have to serve like what, 10 years. And he said, no. So it's like, now it, it appears to me that they're just reaching. They're just trying to grasp at something to say, Hey, you did this. You're guilty. When it's like, no dude, just, just be real with everyone. Y'all made a mistake. Y'all walked up into the wrong house, made a mistake, and killed this woman. The person who killed her needs to go to jail. You know, the the, the other officers around that situation need to be, you know, held, held responsible as well. Like, 
You can't just kill somebody and say it was an accident and then pay the family off. Like $12 million isn't enough for somebody's daughter to come back. You know, $12 million is enough for her boyfriend to to be able to sleep with his partner at night and to have his partner and live his life with his partner. That man is traumatized. That man is, is in pain. He's hurt. Like, think about all the therapy he's going to need. Think about all the, the like, the, the fear he now has of the police. Think of how he might not ever want to call the police or interact with the police again because of this situation. What if, you know, next time somebody knocks at his door, he's paranoid and can't answer the door because he's scared because that's not somebody knocking on his door. His girlfriend ended up dying. Now, the police are saying that they knocked on the door. And like, there's some things that I just find, you know, wrong with the case, at least from what I've been seeing in the media. Not going to say the news. I'm going to say the media once again, because nobody is being honest with us at this point in the media. The police are saying that we had a no-knock warrant, but then they said they knocked. Well, why the fuck would you knock if you had a no-knock warrant and it's legal in your state to not knock on the door? You could just bust in and say, hey, I'm the police. Why Why would you knock? You know, what would cause you to knock on the door? Number one. Number two, they're saying that the boyfriend shot first. Well, okay, cool. That makes sense. He shot first. You busted in his house. He's defending his. He's defending him and his girlfriend. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to defend, your, defend yourself. Then the next thing is a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, second right, you know, second amendment, second amendment, you know, second amendment. Well, the second amendment was used in this instance. Like, I'm, I'm not sure what it says technically with all the, the legal verbiage, but this is how it's interpreted by most people. You have the right to bear arms against the government if they're coming into your space, if anybody's coming into your home, if anybody's trying to harm you. And you have the right to have a gun to protect yourself. That's how I take the Second Amendment. Now, you all might hear this and might run with it. But no, the Second Amendment really means this. Second Amendment really means that. Cool, you guys might know more about it than I do. But I feel like I'm an average everyday person. This is how average everyday people see it when they hear the Second Amendment. You have the right to defend yourself against, uh, let's say, a militia. Well, we don't have a militia out here. We have the police. And we have people trying to break into our, harms and break into our, our houses and harm us. So you have the right to protect yourself. So he had a gun, somebody broke into his house and he protected himself. He used his second amendment right. So why is it a problem when he does it, but it's not a problem with other people do it? It's not a problem with people like Kyle Rittenhouse who walked through this this uh, the streets and shooting people. Fox News is defending him, CNN is crucifying him. When he does it, it's okay because he's being a patriot. But when this man is defending his home, he, he's the problem. He shouldn't have had the gun. He shouldn't have shot first. Well, he was protecting him. So what, like, what do you expect him to do? Have the gun and just flash it or just point at the door and say, hey, whoever you are, announce yourself again, you know, before I shoot. Then it's, then, then my next thought is this. Why would this young man shoot at the police knowing it's the police? Why would he, you know, basically put himself in prison or put himself in the ground, in the grave by shooting at the police, knowing that they're going to shoot back and they're going to shoot back to kill. They're not shooting back to, to for target practice. They're not shooting back to just wound your leg or wound your arm. They're shooting back at you to kill you because they don't want to go. They don't want to uh, die. They want to go back home and make it to their wives and their kids and their mothers and their brothers and sisters. They don't give a fuck about you. So why would he, you know, do that and, and ruin his chances? Then the, the another thing uh, that, that bothers me about this case is the fact that they have to charge him with, you know, resisting arrest and shooting at the police. It's like, dude, he's defending himself. What would you do? Like, let's just take the race off the table. Let's say he's he's a neutral tone. You know, he's just a person or he has this whatever. No race. Somebody breaks into his house. 
he shoots, boom, 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 defending his house. His girlfriend gets shot in a crossfire and, and dies. Will the person who shot the girlfriend who broke into the house be charged with murder? Be charged with breaking and entering and be charged with murder? The answers to those questions are yes. Off the back, straight up off the rip, is a Y-E-S answer to that question. Now, if you can think that and think think thoroughly through that when I ask that question of like, if you know there's no race, what would you do? If you say yes, send him to prison. Okay, well now, let's say, boom, he's a white man. If a white man breaks into a white man's house and shooting the, the white man shoots the, the intruder, would the person who did the shooting go to prison? The answer again would be no, because that white man was defending his home against another white man. Now, let's just keep it going. Let's say it's a cop breaking into the home. He don't know badge on, no, no nothing. He busts into the house. Same scenario. He, the, the cop gets shot. He's down. Would you think, okay, the cop's in the wrong case for breaking into the house? Yes. Now, let's say you, then now, let's, I'm building up this whole thing here. Let's say now you add a no-knock warrant, which means that I don't know you're coming into my house. And we're still going with, with, the, with the mindset of the person who did the shooting is white. The police come into my house, breaks into my house, knock, you know, coming through the door. I'm like, oh, shit, the fuck? I'm shooting. Boom, 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 boom. Police shoot back. My girlfriend dies. With that white man who was defending his home get arrested and charged with resisting arrest or attempted murder of the police, where the hell he was they were trying to charge him with? Would that happen? No. We know it wouldn't. We we've seen throughout history that it wouldn't happen. We we've we've seen this. I'm not I don't have the specific case of when this happened before in the past to pull up and pull up my notes and be like, oh, it happened on this case right here. Y'all all have Google, y'all can look it up. We've all seen the video stuck around of white people resisting arrest, white people fighting back against the police, white people shooting against shooting back at the police, white people pulling out knives against the police. And when it's the police versus white people. Now, listen, I'm not saying white police versus white people. I'm not saying black police versus white people. I'm not saying Hispanic police versus white people. When it's the police, the racist business of policing, when that shit involves a white person, they're treated completely different. If you don't believe me, just go on the internet right now. You can go on your Twitter, go on your Instagram and just start Googling things or searching things on those platforms and you're going to see it. You, you're going to see these white people get away with stuff that it's like, yo, if the person was black doing that to the police, they're, they're shot or beat. And again, I don't know if it's a white officer, Hispanic officer, whatever, black officer, whatever. When that person does something to a minority, especially a black person, it's like, oh, well, what did that black person do? Did they resist arrest? Did they, you know, um, uh, speak badly to the police officer? Did, did, did they not show ide their identity to the police officer? Did they, not, did they not answer respectfully to the police officer? Did they have a gun on them? You know, were their pants sagging? Did they have a hoodie on? Did the police get called on them for suspicious activity? We got to go through this whole fucking checklist of things of like this, 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 this. Versus just being like, no, okay, the cops did this. Fuck the rest of the person it was it, it was done to. The cops did this. That's not okay. Let's put this officer in court and treat him like a motherfucking regular human being, like a civilian, because oftentimes cops are seen as like being holier than thou. It's like cops don't make any mistakes. Cops don't do anything wrong. And it's like, no, cops are people. Cops alive. We've seen that. Hey, I don't know if you watch the news lately, but in California specifically, They've been saying that a lot of cops that are, especially in Southern California, have been doing fake police reports saying, hey, 
so-and-so has gang ties and that person doesn't have gang ties. And a lot of those things have, have been coming back out to be false and to be lies that the police have been saying. Same thing been happening, been happening with Compton PD. So Los Angeles and Compton PD both have been having these problems where they're saying, oh, this person has gang ties. This person is involved in this. The person is involved in that. The person does this. And now it's coming out like, no, you're lying. So the police does lie. Politicians lie. People in power lie. So we got to stop treating the police as, as if they're holier than now. And then like, start seeing them as like, oh, this is a person who can lie. This is a person who can you know, missay things, misread things, uh, react the wrong way and start treating them that way. And we need to give them more training because Breonna Taylor shouldn't be dead. And let's say, let's just say, let's just say I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. I'm playing, I'm playing devil's advocate. Let's say the police did everything right. They did everything 100% correct. And she died by accident. It was an accident. She died. It wasn't supposed to happen. Cool. Can we get justice? Can we get some justice? And I'm not talking about $12 million. I'm not talking about, oh, we're going to change the no-knock law. No, the person who you guys charged with wanton endangerment. Forget that little two to five year sentence y'all going to give him. Give him the murder sentence because he murdered that young lady. He murdered her. Accident or not, fuck it. Manslaughter. Manslaughter one or two. Give him those, those sentences because that's what happened. Because if he was an everyday civilian, that's what you would charge him with. And like... My whole thing, like, it's like, what's next? You know, what do we do that's next? And I'm tired of seeing y'all celebrities saying, oh, well, this isn't the right way. Protesting does nothing. Protesting does nothing. You got to get out there. You got to you gotta vote. You got to do this or you got to do that. Like, celebrities are just talking, but y'all not showing us how to do shit. And I am putting this on the fault of celebrities because y'all have a lot of power, especially in this day and age of social media. If y'all get outside and, and, put, and put your foot to the pavement and say, go, go here to vote, Go there the vote. Uh, y'all, I see a lot of people talking about, uh, oh, we're done protesting. Oh, oh, now we're fighting back. So are you the rich celebrity who's, who's saying all this mouthpiece? Are you going to be out in the front lines when people start fighting back and people are possibly getting hurt and shot and arrested? Are you going to be doing that? Because I see a lot of celebrities saying to do all these different things. But then like when you go on their feed or you looking up you know, videos, it's like, yo, they not get arrested. But I know like Trader Truth, who's a Houston rapper, was they said he's been outside. They said people like Nick Cannon has been outside. But a lot of these other rappers are just like, oh, I'm a rapper. A lot of the other celebrities are just like, oh, well, I'm here to help in a different way. I'm here to just, just make money. But y'all need to be doing this. Y'all should be doing that. Y'all need to be doing this. It's like, yo, we don't have the funds to do what you're telling us to do. We don't have the funds. Get out here and show us. Help us. You know, show us the right way. You know, a, a, a lot of celebrities say, are, are, are saying, hey, you know, we need to put our monies back into the black community and keep it in the black community and do this for the black community. Well, listen, we don't we don't have money like that as average folk. Y'all celebrities have money. So how about y'all make some sacrifices? You know, you making millions of dollars a year and hundreds of thousands and billions of dollars a year. Say, hey, listen, I'm going to take I'm going to liquidate all this stuff I got over here and we're going to buy a city over here or buy a bunch of land in the city over here and we're going to build apartment complexes you know that are predominantly for black people and we're going to you know start hiring black sheriffs and we're going to start doing this for black people and say hey black people let's all move here and you know you know go here because they're willing to accommodate us in this country like i know a lot of people myself including i was like y'all but i want to go to canada i want to go to mexico i want to go to japan i want to get out of the united states of america because we're treated like shit here but it's like i don't have the money or the funds and 
to do all that. I need a lot of money saved up to first to, to move. Then I have need money saved up to possibly live off of until I get a job. And once I get a job, I'll have to try to, you know, find a job in a in a, in an area where I can continue making the money I'm making now to live off of or even more because I don't know their rules, customs and things like that out in those other countries. So the reality of the situation is a lot of people are going to stay here. We're going to probably stay here in the United States of America. But what do we do next? You know, Kanye West is trying to build uh, like a black utopia kind of kind of ordeal. And I think it's in Wyoming. Uh, I saw on a shade room the other day how I think it was like 10 to 15 black families. If I got the numbers wrong, I'm sorry. Bought a bunch of land, a bunch of like they bought like a pretty much a city. And I don't know the state. But they bought it and it's like, yo, they're, they're all black families. Like they're doing things f- for black people. It's like they took the initiative to do that for them and their community to say, hey, you know, we're going to be black. We're going to have like probably black mayors, black, you know, governors and shit like that for their city and probably try to, you know, sheriffs and doctors and lawyers and nurses and dentists are all going to probably going to be black. The most of them. But that's what we need. We need more of that. And let's say the, the motherfucking police officers just I'm not sorry. Not police officers. We need more people putting their foot forward and more people helping and showing where to go. Fuck all that mouth work. We'll do this. We'll do that. We'll do this. Well, we don't know how to. Trust me. I'm trying to do the podcast. I'm trying to do my uh, Xbox videos, me playing video games. So that way I can start making money and get sponsorships and advertisements. But it's going to take a while. And I'm also working my nine to five. I'm trying to get back in shape, trying to work out. I'm doing a lot, but I guarantee if you told me, hey, LaBelle, this is the quickest way to get money in what you're trying to do. Go down this route. It, it won't take you three to five years because that's what I've been seeing online when it comes to podcasting or trying to build a YouTube uh, community, stuff like that. Because like I said in my last podcast, the friends and family won't really support you. You know, it could be a few friends, a few family members who are going to support you. But for the most overall majority, they're not going to fuck with you. They will just look at it and be like, mm, OK, whatever. So. You got to build your own platform. If somebody can give me that guideline and say, hey, well, you got to do this, 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 and this to build that platform. Trust me, I'll do it and I'll run with it because I I don't like going for runs and being afraid whenever I see the police. I don't like driving my car being afraid whenever I see the police. I don't like the fact that, when, that now in the place that I run at, all these Blue Lives Matter flags and, and United States of America flags have gone up. And I'm like, fuck, you know, what do I do? And we're all looking around for a what's next type of ordeal. We don't know what's going to happen next. We don't know. But a lot of celebrities have the 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 knowledge, the connections, the money, the fan base, and the influence to make things change. They have that power. They have that ability. But they're not sharing that information because at the end of the day, we can say all we want. We, like, we want to be together as a community. Man, we're raised in a, in a capitalist society. So we're going to do what's best for us. We're going to get money and make money the best way we know how and try to make sure that we're taken care of before other people. And that has to change because, like, Breonna Taylor is dead. Like, she's dead. Uh, there are countless other people also whose lives have been taken from us too soon because a cop made a mistake or a cop was scared or a cop was, uh, was, was, uh, was doing something and it's in the, the confines of the law. But if you really think about this, like, bro, that's stretching the law because when you do this to other people, when white people do this, y'all don't react the same way. But when black people or Hispanic people or Asian people or even natives respond this way, y'all do it to the fullest extent. 
you know, like when those two cops got killed, I think it wasn't it was in L.A. or Compton when those two cops got killed. Oh, it was crazy. I live in Southern California. It was it was crazy. I'm on the, I'm on the social media a lot. It was crazy. Y'all was talking crazy. Oh, y'all, I was in a fucking uproar. Why aren't y'all in an uproar about this? Why aren't we in an uproar about Breonna Taylor's death? Why why aren't we in an uproar the fact that the cop didn't get charged with murder? I seen earlier a lady getting arrested for not wearing a mask at a football game. And I think she was in in Ohio. And the the rule in Ohio is you have to wear a mask at public events. And people were pissed off that she was getting arrested and she got tased for for resisting arrest by the police officer. And they were like, oh, we're suing y'all. We're going to call and get you fired. But y'all don't have that same energy when someone is killed that's not white. Like, just in San Clemente, uh, today, a black homeless man was murdered by the police. And the police were like, oh, he reached for the gun, so we have to shoot him. No, the man said, like, you know, what do you want? I was over there. Stop touching me. Like, and people were like, oh, well, maybe if he didn't talk back to the police and, and you know, you know, if he wasn't trying to walk away from the police, that wouldn't happen. If I tell you to stop touching me, don't touch me. As a cop, you don't have to touch me for us to talk. You can say, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me talk to you and say, what, am I under arrest? And then you could say, you are detained for now so we can figure out A, B, C, and D. Like, that's what, people, that's what a lot of people don't know about. They think because the police tell you to stop, you have to stop and freeze. No, that man didn't want to stop. He didn't have to stop. The cop didn't have to kill this man. Oh, and they got a little tougher. Okay, then they're like, oh, well, who resists an arrest? Well, white people resist arrest often. How come they don't get shot? They get tased. They get beat up. They get the, they get more officers called to, to, to assist them, but they never get shot. Why is that? Why is that? Now, I'm not asking for the death of white people. I'm not asking for white people to get shot. But why don't they ever get shot? Why aren't they getting shot in, in, in higher numbers? There's way more white people out there in the world than there are black people. Well, not in the world, in the United States. Why aren't y'all getting shot at a higher number? Why aren't y'all getting beaten at a higher number? Why aren't y'all getting killed at a higher number? Why is the fact that Kyle Rittenhouse is seen as like a hero to white people because he was, you know, what were they saying? He was um, being a nationalist. He was, you know, helping people. The protesters were being wild. The protesters were being dangerous. The protesters were were being unruly, and he was there to assist the police. When the fuck does the police need assistance from a 17-year-old kid who lives in a whole different state? Y'all care more about this little white boy who went there to deliberately hurt, shoot, and harm people. Y'all care about a woman who was asleep, who was an EMT. Her job was to assist and help people, take care of people. She technically was, as y'all like to say, a first responder. When y'all call 911, oh, we need ambulance. She gonna pull up because that was her job. So how come she isn't valued more than this motherfucking white boy who came from a different state? Again, man, I like like this is gonna be another shorter episode. Um, I don't got much more to say. Like I'm I'm a, I'm at a loss of words. I don't know what's next. What is next? What are we gonna do next? Who's gonna help us next? Show us the way. Uh, hey, vote. You know, vote. Get out and vote. Go vote. That can help us. That can make sure that things are better for us in the future. Go vote. I mean, you got vote for the lesser of two evils, man. Vote for the lesser of two evils. Vote uh, for your local uh, politicians. Make sure your local area is nice and good. And 
man, defund the police, get them, get them more training, get more counselors out there to help counsel them. And we need, we need better protocol when it comes to having even house calls. We need better protocol. We need, you know, it should be a three man team every single time, two officers and a counselor or a therapist or someone like that who know how to speak to people, you know, uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to spitball up, spitball ideas because I'm tired of seeing this. I'm tired of walking outside and being scared for my life. I'm tired of people telling me to be careful whenever I go outside. I'm tired of having to drive around a block extra when I see the police, even though I'm not doing anything wrong because a fear is there, you know, but um, I'm Lavelle Coffee. This is a cup of coffee. Thank y'all for tuning in. Y'all have a good day. Love y'all. Peace.